All right, we're back at Scary Valley Podcast. <laughs> I didn't have an intro, and it went exactly as I expected it to go. There is no intro. It's Christmas. Well, I mute it for 10 seconds so that we don't lose the beginning as we have on occasion before. And you both just started having conversations that, for my end, all I can hear is... <laughs> well, just use your actual ears, not your mechanical ears. Not your Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> That's what I, I, I was writing to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> so this is Christmas. Is that Paul McCartney? No, it's Michael Bublé or Mariah Carey or Anna Kendrick in that second movie. I'm pretty sure it's John Lennon. <laughs> so we had fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney has the worst Christmas song of all time. Which one is it? Simply having wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. I heard that on the way to drop off the kids, Simply and you know what? You're right. It is the worst. It's Christmas pretty bad. Uh, well, it's not as sleepy as like Silent Night. It's true. But it's more annoying than any of them. I I think that, uh, so this is Christmas is the first line of Happy Xmas War is over. I don't even know that Mm -hmm. one. That's the John Lennon song. Oh, yeah. So this is Christmas and what have you done? I got that. Yeah. That's all I know of the song. All right. That's all I know. He was shot. Through the heart? Something. The old and the young. I don't know. So this is Kitty's idea for an episode. Was it? Yep. Okay. And uh, you said we were going to have to all pick a Christmas movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And despite this being a horror movie podcast, it was not stipulated it had to be a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) Rules lawyer. I picked a horror movie. You did. Pete picked a horror movie. He did. And Kitty picked... Die Hard! Which is the best of the three movies. There's no denying it. (laughs) No, No, there really is. It really is the best. I realized that you you picked one, Brian. You said, this is a fun one. You put some thought behind it. I hated it. You put a shocking amount of thought into going with your original choice. Was that? I, I think it I was. I thought Violent Night was my. Well, okay, original. you switched over, I guess, yeah. for a minute there, but. Yeah. And then I realized, after thinking about it, that I only picked "It's a Wonderful Knife" because I like puns, and it was a new movie I haven't seen, so I wanted to see it. And you like Justin Long? And I like Justin. I forgot he was in it though, so I was very excited when he, he appeared. He actually went. Hey, it's Justin Long. <laughs> I did that every time somebody you told me was in the movie appears. And, hey. <laughs> and that's the long and the short of it. <laughs> about that movie good pun i hate you and you're not even a father that was pete's christmas present <laughs> thank you good. you're welcome so kitty hated my movie i expected I it to and your movie was better watch out i knew that yeah. yes with the twerpy kid named luke who's a psychopath and the whole point of the movie is so his mom hugs him at the end. I didn't get that because I don't get things like that. No, he doesn't get away with it. No, he, I can, he may have. He doesn't get away with it. So you don't have to infer very, very hard into the end of the movie to, to figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah. He's going to go to the hospital. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'd and like check a sequel. On Ashley. That's a sequel setup. So a sequel called Should Have Watched Out. So <laughs> better watch out. We're starting with that one. Yeah. Why not? Okay. What else Why are we going to start with? You guys have jumped right into well, it. Why did let's, you pick your movie? Let's end with be- the best one. Because I haven't seen it, and it was a pun, and um, that was it. Okay, and we'll you said it was kind of good. We'll start with Better Watch Out. I'll do the plot, because everyone's going to do their own plot. I just did the plot. There's more to it than that. Not really. It, it opens <laughs> like a standard Christmas movie, where Putty and Virginia Madsen are parents. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not good parents, as it turns out. I like Putty. And then yeah. the, the hot babysitter comes over, and he the kids who's like going to be thirteen has a crush on her, and there's going to be a home invasion. But it turns out that was staged so that we can just see the full unleashing of a twelve year old psychopath. Thirteen, almost thirteen. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, first I gave, question. I, I gave you this movie to watch, 
because I want you to understand this is what Sam will be in just four years. No, he's well-meaning. <laughs> mm. And, you know, he hasn't decided if he likes girls yet, so mm. he might be okay. Mm. He's going to be bigger than this kid, I know that. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> He'll be able to 100%. do more damage. Sam's going to be like 6'5". I don't think Sam's destruction will come from a place of anger. No, Sam's, no. Very, Sam's very much like we saw in Godzilla Minus One, where it's like, it's a natural thing. You can't right. help it. It's, it's what it is. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like a tornado shaped like a boy. Yes, yes. pretty much. Um, okay, Putty. Yes. Did you think he was saying inappropriate things to the babysitter? No, I think he's just a, a dad who just thinks he's being funny There's, to a younger person. Okay, I thought he was like borderline creepy. I didn't think so at all. I thought okay. that he's just a... You know, it, it was a disagreement me and Pete had on it this I, morning. I agree with I, you, Brian. I, I found him to say some off-putting things. The reason I'll say that is because I don't think that the movie does a lot of subtlety. <laughs> and, no, and I didn't think it was subtle when he did it, but oh, clearly, I, like, I'm the only one who picked up on it. So it's just a goofy maybe dad. it wasn't there. Yeah, I see. That's that was my take on it too. Just based on everyone's reactions, a her cringe, rea- a cringy dad. Her yeah, reaction was like dad. tolerance, like like yeah. oh yeah, this is what he's like. She wasn't off put or mm-hmm. well. Although one thing we know about his wife, not a hugger. No. So maybe he does need to. I did not catch that. That was the whole point. It's not you? the whole point, but yeah. it is. It is how she she fells him in the end, in a way. Yeah. But it was his motivation. That's all he wanted was that hug. That's why he killed everyone. Basically, I love the movie because a paint can (laughs) kills a dude in the head, and it's amazing. That guy did not deserve to die that way. Well, this is he was set up to be like a terrible boyfriend, and then he comes in and he's like, "I'm proud of you. I'm going to miss you so much. You're a great person." And then he gets murdered by a paint can. Yeah, it's pretty great. (laughs) I felt bad for him. That, that was a pretty good kill. I think that was a better kill than anything I saw in It's a Wonderful Knife. Yeah. It, well, we'll get to that movie in a second. Uh, yeah. But that's what I love about the movie is that I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a home invasion movie. And then when he slaps her down the steps, I'm like, this took a turn. And I, like, yeah. you can tell there's something off about the kid, but not like that. I did. He's joyfully. I had the same thing. I went in there knowing nothing about the movie. So Kitty says that she she saw it early. She's like, oh, he's clearly. I mean, the kid's a dick, but I didn't know he was going to be the bad guy. I was taken by surprise. Well, and it's implied in the movie when he has that like heartbeat thing that he clearly slept with when he was like a a little, little kid. And he's 13. Yeah, the soothing machine that's a heartbeat. He's still, he's 13 or 12 going on 13 and still using it to fall asleep at night. Like, he has mommy issues. Sure. So, you know, fuck you, anyone, if you have one of those rain sounds to help you fall asleep at night. There's something wrong with you, according to Kitty. Oh, this was like an in-womb thing. No, it's just that little noise soother. This was just a John Hughes movie, though. You got got the cleaning up of uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the end, trying to beat (laughs) the parents home. You got the Home Alone all over the place, except it's played realistically. Yes. This is just a love letter to John Hughes. Oh, another thing me and Pete argued about. Was the kid cackling and laughing really hard when he came downstairs after he paint canned the guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I thought okay. there was a point where he was kind of shocked that he actually killed somebody. No, I don't think so. Right. That's the other kid. Maybe you can't tell the kids apart. I don't so. know. They were all annoying, and I was happy when they were dead. One of the rare times I was pleased when childs were murdered. I really wanted that kid to die. I wanted their to be midway through, maybe prior to the paint can or just after, another serial killer show up. Well, you're supposed to not like the kids, so I feel like your gripe is something that the movies want you to feel. Well, Well, right. You know, I do want him to die right away, but I'm just saying, I think I would have enjoyed the movie more if there would have been another serial killer. 
How would have made any sense? I don't care. It's a horror movie. They don't have to make sense. Oh, how dare you? It was Scream <laughs> 7 the whole time. <laughs> what did you think? Loomis Pete? was there. I liked it because I did not see the twist coming, so it was fun, which I should which should mean I like a lot of things because I don't see a lot of things coming usually. But it's one of those rare ones that worked because the kid is such a dick. Mm. I'm not going to go. I'll, I for a hot. I thought she was dead too. Yeah, I thought she was completely oh, yeah. dead. And then I thought the ending was going to be that Putty and Virginia Madsen come home like ah, again and have to clean. <laughs> that would have been a better ending too. That but, is uh, that is the plot of Spoonful of Sugar that came out on Shutter this yeah. year. Oh really? Yes. Same. A babysitter who is trying to infiltrate their lives, steal the man get the family for herself and uh the kid is very attached to her and detached from the parents and then he murders her and they're just like oh gotta bury another one and it's all a part of their <laughs> way to keep the kid just entertained under control yeah. and entertained and it's, it was a pretty good movie all right just all right. So you should watch that one instead because you'll get what you want from killing the bad guy hey i mean I want. Oh, okay. You know what else would have been a good ending is if he fell off the roof and just broke his neck. <laughs> like no cleanup happened. He's just trying to hide or whatever, and he just breaks his neck. I just feel like storyline narratively, it wouldn't be. <laughs> no, but also, look, I don't there, care. There were two killers, and then one of them rolled off the deck there at the end and, then, and died. But what happens to the other killer? He just wanders off. Oh, okay, as they do. As they do. No final girl. Everybody dead. The parents get home and they're like, ah! I like he got his hug. He did get his hug. <laughs> and then he yeah. discovered that it's all going to hit the fan for him. I enjoyed that ending a lot. Unless he oh, gets yeah. to the hospital on time. Yeah. He's not going to get to the hospital. Oh, that's, that's an answer he's for the sequel, sir. He's not going to be able better. to get Should've in the out. room alone in order to do anything to her because she's going to be guarded anyway. Yep. Would you like to know who the best boy was on this movie? Oh, you wrote them all down? Of course I did. What do you think I do with my time? Yeah, it was the best boy. It wasn't Luke? No. No. Oh, here's what's funny. He was extremely punchable, I have to add that. Like, he's a good actor, because I wanted to punch him in the face so hard. Hmm. Well. You lost the best boy? I did. Talk amongst (laughs) yourselves. (laughs) This is the one thing that you try to bring to the show, and it's entertaining every time. The one thing, don't think I haven't forgotten about the Nick Cage news. Oh, for Christmas? Fuck, I was hoping you'd forget. Do you have Nick Cage Christmas news? I don't It's got to really. be Christmas related if you want it on this one. All right. Cage quiz hot shots. What? How You're just many, making shit up. How many Christmas movies has Nicolas Cage been in? You don't have the answer to it. I bet you I do. 17. Three. Kitty, the answer is two. <laughs> One of them was Trapped in Paradise, which was filmed up in Niagara-on-the-Lake, and I was there. The other one was some movie. That's been a Nick Cage news. Good. Did you mute him? No. You (laughs) muted my button, though. Oh. Fuck. Crows. I was okay with that being muted. Hmm. Mm. I think it's time to find a new Nick Cage quote. I'm still looking for... You made me do something, and I can't do two things at once. So, goddamn... Obviously. Uh, well, I can get rid of all my my Nick Cage stuff. Although, I heard that he says he's only got three or four movies left in him. Brought this up on the podcast before. He just said it, though. He said that he was thinking of leaving films to spend more time with his family and then cried about it. Yeah, but then he put an actual number on it. Like, I only got three or four left. But he said he'd go to TV, so I don't know what you're worried about. You get okay, more Nick but Cage. Go, going back to the movies while he's doing this shit. 
Uh, what was your favorite part of that movie? Oh, the paint can thing is amazing. The paint can thing. It's amazing. Like end of the end of story. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's uh, what should have happened in Home Alone. That should have been like you're trying to rewrite this horror movie. I'm gonna rewrite that John Hughes movie and be like, what should have happened is these people should have been murdered multiple times. <laughs> they should and he should dead. be in prison. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm not trying to rewrite it. I I just think there were there were things I like. I would have liked it how bleh. I would have liked it to have ended differently or run differently, and that's fine. Tom Doyle was the best boy. Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle, the kid from Halloween? Yep. Wow. Mm. Played by Paul Rudd in Curse of Michael Myers? Part six, the one I saw in the theater. The <laughs> ageless Paul Rudd. You say the one I saw in the theater. We sat in the theater and watched two other Halloween movies together, at least. He doesn't no remember any of them. I don't believe any of these things have occurred. We saw the Halloween 2018 in the theater when it came out, and we saw the Halloween, the original one, last year. Oh, yeah? How long ago did we say that first one, then? Five years. All right, then. I guess I have to take your word for it. What did I watch? You watched Better Watch Out. No, no, no. I did no, watch no. Better Watch Out. He I, watched... And, uh, you didn't ask what he picked. He asked what he watched. That's right. And I also watched some Doctor Who Ooh, nice. with Peter yeah. Capaldi. Oh, Ooh, and Die Hard. Nice. And Die Hard. Those you watched and die you hard. It's a Wonderful Knife. I picked A Wonderful Knife because it was new and I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And you heard it was about Christmas. And I heard it was about Christmas. And again, a wonderful pun. Well, you got to give us the plot. Night. The plot? Oh, man. Justin Long was the guy who killed people. And then uh, the girl felt bad, like it's it's a wonderful life. And she said, I don't want to be alive. Or what if I wasn't born? And then she's not. And then Justin Long isn't dead anymore, and he gets to keep killing people. I didn't know here in the plot where Justin Long wasn't, wasn't alive anymore in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was pretty important. Well, she stopped a serial killer from serial killing. It doesn't matter because he's killing. alive again. So it, it worked out. It was an all right movie, I guess. It was not my favorite. Did you pick up the thing that bothered me where her chemistry with her best friend was so much stronger than anything else in the movie? Were you guys sharing a mind? A hundred percent. I couldn't. I thought it was some of the best best friend chemistry I've ever seen on film. And then they just take it away after 20 minutes. And I'm like, this whole movie should be about getting that back. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, it was good chemistry. I did like Bernie, though. Yeah, yeah, that's right, all Nothing fine. against yeah. her. But I just, I couldn't believe that they had something that strong and they didn't do anything to change no, it. No, like, they I were said, like, no, no, this is the script. Yeah. She's got to die. And then at the end, because, you know, it's a, it's a parody of or a, a knockoff of It's a Wonderful Life, she comes back and she's alive again in her present timeline and her friend's still dead, which Pete, makes sense. Yeah. Pete, have you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? A long time ago. And you know what? I don't watch it. You know why? Because I don't like that movie. I don't care about people realizing they matter. Not this no, was Justin his Long. pick, people. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I realized why I wasn't enjoying the movie as much as I should have. It's because it's it's a wonderful life, and I don't like mm-hmm. it's a wonderful life. Well, what I said to Pete when I got back from seeing it a couple months ago, when it was in theaters, where I saw it at the, maybe the mystery movie that Monday, I came back and I was talking to Pete about it, and I said, there's this character that is so good. And then they kill her off. Oh, you mentally influenced him, so later on he's going to pick up on... Oh, I see what happened here. Okay. Well, you, know how we, you know how we control him. Right, exactly. Huh? Over here. Huh? Over yeah. Here. yeah. Mm-hmm. Do the dishes. All right, I'll be back in a sec, guys. I asked him to clean the toilet, and he did before you came over. He's spilling tea on the floor. <laughs> spilling tea on what <laughs> I'm doing is what your guys are doing. Now, what, I said, what I said should have happened in the movie is that when she wishes herself never to have been born... 
something should have happened where because she was never born, her friend never goes to that place and never gets killed in the first place. So that she has to lose something to come back. Because all happens, but she wouldn't be losing something. She would if she if she is in the timeline where her brother is dead, and she has to change it to get him back. She has to you know come back, but the, the friend's alive. Then there's an actual cost to going back. All she does is gain throughout the movie. She gains a girlfriend. She gets and she she fixes everything. You know her friend can't mm-hmm. come back. But if that chemistry, because it was so good, if I was watching an hour of them doing hijinks together, and then she had to say goodbye to her, it would have broken me because I love them together. Okay, I guess I can see it. I just because um, what was if, what if, was the there was no emotional thing of like this is going to work and everything's going to be great and it's like well, where's where's the where's anything on that where's the yeah. narrative interest in that there's no there's no cost in something. the original but, one either is there it's a dumb movie Pete I've never seen it's a wonderful life <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same thing he's like oh I changed my mind it's like yay no I get I get and it somebody Christmas, gets his wings well Pete said to me well it's a Christmas movie it's got a happy ending and I get that. Like, Better Watch Out had this amazing, happy ending. <laughs> well, it didn't really, yeah, it had a normal, everyday life ending. Not not Better Watch Out. That kid's a psycho, and he... Why I, did Bernie remember anything? I don't, I no I'm idea. clear of the... I, was because she was near the... I feel like she was underneath the Aurora yeah, as well. I, I, I feel like yeah. I missed a couple of things, too. Kitty and I both missed... Why did they suddenly think they just had to kill Joel McHale as opposed yes. to still killing Justin Long? I don't know that they thought they had to kill him, except that he was coming for them. Oh, right. no, they concluded he had to die. Well, yeah, but if- And that, that'll fix everything. Oh, well, <laughs> was part and then of the they're movie. like, oh, yeah, yeah, we still got to kill Justin Long over here. But for some reason, they got really stupid, and they'd been really smart throughout the entire all right, so movie. It wasn't, so. All right, I thought it was something obvious, and I missed it, but it wasn't. No, what I no. liked about the movie was that there's a 20-minute horror movie with the beginning, middle, and end, surprising deaths, the reveal of the killer, the killer gets caught, and then- it resets, so you have information that you shouldn't have, and it makes it fun. But then they just didn't do enough with the reset that I would have liked to have had. Like Again, if her friend had been alive and the movie was, I want my life back, but it's going to be without you again, it's like there's at least a tragedy to it. That's more poignant. Yeah. Um, I think the best kill was Justin Long in the, fir- in the <laughs> first 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, when he was electrocuted, electrocuted with the battery? Death, so yeah, everything that. after that was kind of like, yeah. That's the best part of the movie is yeah. that Justin Long's great. Justin yeah, Long true. is fantastic. He's he's leaning all the I, way into creepy Justin Long in this one. Yeah. I don't know when it was. Back in the 90s when he's Justin Long talk was about around. How much he likes Justin Long. I now. am going to not Nicolas Cage like. Are we whispering again? No, yes. I don't whisper anymore. I've been warned so many times. Not even in the bedroom. Kitty's like shout, Pete, shout. He's You're killing a the mood. Whisper. Anyway, I I didn't like Justin Long in the 90s. I just didn't. And at some point, he creeped his way in, and I really get excited every time I see him now. That's what he does. He creeps his way in. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> I think I first liked Justin Long on New Girl. Maybe it was around that time he did oh, a stint. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's a creeper. When, when ironically, he does a Jimmy Stewart impression. I don't remember his performance there. He's trying to have romantic times with oh, uh, with yeah. Jess, and, and she's doing like an old flapper girl, and he, she's like, "Oh, get over here!" And, and it's like, I think I like this guy. He's hilarious. You're right. <laughs> it's it, really it's, funny. He snuck in. Yep. All right, but anyway, that's I didn't like about this movie is all of the flashing, the strobe effects that, that happen. Well, you don't like that because I can't watch those parts, right? Because then I'm like, oh, good, I can't enjoy this movie because my wife might have a seizure. Right. You don't need that. What does that add to any movie? Ever. I don't know the answer. Exactly. I'm angry <laughs> okay. at you. 
because I'm the one who picked this movie, so it's your fault. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought you know you were going to have something about why it is a good effect. I don't I, remember there being strobe light effects because I don't. When they see them, I don't think of them a second time. I just they're like oh, okay. they come and they go. I don't. I just get angry at you every time I see a strobe light. <laughs> I just get triggered to get mad. I can't at Brian. go to discos anymore. <laughs> I never remember when I see them because that's that's not true. You right. have a seizure. Don't watch the movie stop motion because there's a, a long scene of flashing lights. That right. one I remember. Already it's like a very long scene. So skip that one. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, actually horror movies with a lot of strobes. So for people with uh, seizure disorders or anything like that, you can't really watch them if you're light sensitive. Mm. Well, it's so. weird that your husband picked it then. It is. I blame him. Quiet, you fool. I didn't pick it. Mm. All right. Well, it was an all right movie. It wasn't. It was my least favorite of the ones we watched. Christmas horror movies have the same problem. Two things that don't go together very well are the the saccharine season and evil stuff. It just doesn't mix because you're going to have to try to have that happy ending, and it's like, well, this isn't going to fit. Or I want to have the bloody Christmas stuff. But there always has to be, we have to use all the Christmas stuff. And it just doesn't, it never really works great. What I liked about Better Watch Out is it didn't try to have the saccharine stuff. It was like, we're just going to set it at Christmas. Well, yeah. I mean, it didn't have the saccharine Christmassy thing, but it had the whole mom hugging the son at the end and the family reunion type thing. That was bullshit. Yes, under the but, cover of the most darkness it could possibly have. Fair. It made, it, I don't know. I, I just hated see, with, that kid. With huh? It's a Wonderful Knife. Like I said, if the friend was still alive in the alternate reality, then there's a real stakes to it. But she couldn't have been. She could have been. If if what if her being alive is the reason that she you know was where she was when this happened? You know what I mean? Yeah, but like okay, if you think further down the line, if if she hadn't gone, then I can't remember the main character's name, but then the main character wouldn't have gone, which means Justin Long would have been free to murder. Well, Justin Long was free to murder. Right, but so it, it would really, have continued the story. Like he, was only killing, he wouldn't have been killed. But he was he, only killing the people that he needed to kill to gain power in the that, town. Which that, that was a lot of people. Which her friend is not a part of. So well, I don't know what business her friend owned or her friend's parents owned. I don't know if they established that. They do, because her grandfather's the first person killed, so that oh, he can right. take over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you pulled a peat. <laughs> I did pull a peat. But that's peat. why she had to die to begin with. So maybe Justin Long would have been wherever she was anyway. I think she had to die. It's for, a very simple for fix. The plot. It's a no, very it's simple not. fix. No. You just have her brother, that's how he died, saving the friend. But why would he have died? What would have been the use? Joe McHale was like the little sheepdog for Justin Long. The guy Justin Long would never have gone after the brother. But he he did go after the brother because he died in the in, when she gets to the new reality because she wasn't there, her brother had died. So that doesn't make yeah. any sense. He she, he would. He, he, he did. Maybe he tried to save the friend. Or something. This is a simple rewrite where the friend survives and then she has to die again. Doesn't Disagree. seem simple. All right. Do you want to go? Th- I'll, no. I'll, 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 I just, we'll dive deep into it. it we'll dive it's deep okay. Into it. It's nope. okay to disagree. <laughs> That's on not, it's, it's not an opinion piece. It's a here's what here's what they should have done. They should have kept the friend but I'm alive. I'm finding holes. In That's it. not a hole. It you're is rewriting a huge it. hole. Because you're rewriting it. I'm not rewriting it. You want to rewrite it and change the whole story. If it wasn't a Christmas movie, here's how it would have gone. The thing that she lost in reality would have been saved if she hadn't been there, so there was a cost to return. What? what? My point but, to begin this was wait. that Christmas movies, 
because they have to have their happiness wouldn't go this route but the movie would be better with the route if if let's say you two uh pete dies okay and then you wish you were never born and then you get there okay. and pete's alive and then you kill yourself <laughs> I lost myself but in that. The, the, see, that's <laughs> but, the problem with your rewrite. You get, the new reality. you get to the new reality, and somebody Is else. This you, recording. It yeah, sounds weird. It does because okay. you're not on the microphone. I so. am on the mic. I'm like on it. Him. Look, he's so far away. Well, he's lost. He's lost a long time ago. So, okay. So Pete dies, and then Fine. you wish you were never born. And when Fine. that happens, you come back to town, and Pete's alive again. Don't care. But something else that you love. Has has been, has been killed instead, and then jeez, I mean I don't want to get into it, but let's say a child, and then you you, you need that child back. It. it was cheese. You need that child back, so you're like I have to fix this, and you fix it, but it means you have to leave, lose Pete again forever. But that's that's fine a better either story. Way. It's a better story than everything's going to be fixed. I just think your example sucks. <sighs> Take that. I agree with you, Brian. Well, that's a rarity. <laughs> It's fine. We can disagree on it. Okay. You're so mad right now. <laughs> because it fundamentally makes no sense that you think those stories not better. I just don't. You don't think it's better to... I mean, if anything, that's more of a cliche, Christmassy, happy ending if nobody dies. Or, you know, or if... In mine, somebody important has to die. Right, fine. But she but has it, to choose it. But, like, she's... Okay, so how is that? I don't know. I've lost my thread. I, I just disagree okay why general principle i mean look at you i would disagree <laughs> with you ah we're saluting i see oh because i don't think with the way you have it changed that the serial killer ever gets resolved he stays alive he stays alive in this version yeah but she makes it so he doesn't which would happen in my version too except why? it would come at How? the cost of something that she would have to lose a second time. But she wouldn't be in the situation over there where to kill him. It would have to be We're her gonna friend. Pause. Will I write a 90-page screenplay? <laughs> and then Kitty reads a 90-page screenplay cuz I know this is simple and I know Kitty's smart. So I don't know how we're lost in this call is it. Because yeah. Just imagine the friend that we like the chemistry for. We're just trying to save this friend. Okay. You want to save the... Okay. And fine. we want the movie with her in it. Because you want the movie with her in it. So yes. you're going to rewrite the entire movie yes. so it makes sense for you, even though it doesn't make sense for the story. It makes... I think it makes better sense for the story. Why are you trying to rewrite the whole movie? I think it makes... It's like me trying to rewrite Better Watch Out. I know. So it's better. I was going to say, why am I getting shit for it? Kitty, you once told me the entire plot to the movie Skeleton Key. It was a brilliant plot. Which was a, a made-up plot to a much better movie, I'll grant you, but it was not Skeleton Key. And you argued with me for four days that your version existed. And it this was a remake that we were it watching. It was before we went and saw the movie. And then we watched the movie and we were sad because it's a bad movie. That's what I heard. Kate Hudson? Yep, that's the <laughs> one. This is the I think this is the thing that got us on the one time where we had to explain to you the difference between story and screenplay. There's no difference. Exactly. Here we are. <laughs> so Let's the, go into this. Telling Kitty is a story, but it's not good enough, so I have to write a screenplay. Right. So we'll give me back. the screenplay, and then I'll watch this movie again, covering my eyes during the strobe parts, and then I'll read your screenplay, and then was I'll the have to watch the movie again and tear apart your screenplay. Was the strobe part just in the theater? In the, the theater, the, and there was another one. The theater was the long sequence, and there was another part that the Justin long sequence. No, Joe McHale was there. I watched that movie. There were two killers, Kitty. Joel mm. McHale was good in it, not doing a comedy for a change. Yeah. yeah. He didn't, I mean, he was great for his role. I bought him yeah. as the grieving dad 
not sure why he's murdering people still to this moment. But. Because he's broken. And I guess he just yeah. does what, I mean, come on, Justin Long. Yeah, I guess. It's yeah. the natural hierarchy. I guess that's true. I actually like the guy that played the brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Shit. It was a good I name. don't know, but he played. Buster a- Button. It was yeah. a good name. Buster Keaton. That's what I'm going to go with. He, he was played off the buck. really ineffective buck. buck. Uh, just dumbass brother really, really well. And the older brother, too, which usually the older brother is played as the most responsible one. The main girl's name, who you don't remember, is Winnie. I know. Oh, yeah. She was listed as Winnie in the credits, too. So Pete, not a Winifred. What's your daughter's name? Fred. Mm, what's your daughter's full name? Fred Rex. You're asking the wrong person. I guess I am. <laughs> what? I know that. Remember when she's our, my second born this child? Is, this is the Jimmy Fallon esque. Remember when my naming. former friend Tex, who became your friend Tex, who became your former friend Tex, who became Kitty's friend Tex, tried <laughs> to call her Winnie when she was born? I do. <laughs> to be fair, I kept referring to his son Alexander as Xander for many years. It's much better. It never I caught know. on. And my nephew's initials are O D O, so I was calling them Xander and Odo. <laughs> <laughs> They're the oldest. No one else caught on to it. Kitty picked Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> Kitty, what's the plot of Die Hard? Uh, I don't know. One that nobody at the table will try to rewrite. <laughs> no one's trying to rewrite Die Hard. You can't. It's a cop who's flying over to California to see his wife and kids. Uh, they're Why separated. Why isn't he with his wife and kids? Because they're separated because she had a really good job offer out in California, and he refused to support her. Yes. Because, again, he's then, not a good guy. Yeah. And then terrorists that are actually robbers and not really terrorists, but I guess they'd be, they are terrorists, I think. And Argyle. <laughs> and that was Die Hard. <laughs> and that's Die Hard. I think my sum up was the best sum and, up. and Argyle. <laughs> I think this is going to be called Christmas Spooktacular. Dot, dot, dot. And Argyle. <laughs> it's Glad the- I can contribute that. <laughs> I like that Pete there picked was last week's title. What was last week's title? <laughs> oh, yeah. After Thanksgiving Mashed Potato Mashup. That's yes. right. Yes. And he put that in as the title. You never listen to this podcast. No, I don't listen to anything absurd. I say ever. Why would I start? I barely listen to what you guys say. That explains a lot. Hmm. So, what were you saying, Pete, about I Argyle? Saying, I was cares? talking about Argyle. I never understood the debate that existed about it being a Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie. It was just a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Well, some people hate joy. Mm, that explains it. Mm. What did joy ever do? Almond joy. She's nuts. Got nuts. Mounds don't, which, by the way. <laughs> why? Mounds would be so much better if they well, had almonds in it. Like, I don't know why you don't do dark chocolate Mounds is the one that would almonds. make me think of a nut. Well, what always bothered me about this. Mounds of nuts? Well, yeah, right. <laughs> why would the mounds have nothing? What always bothered me about this discussion, and of course I'm talking about Almond Joy versus Mounds, is that the nut is not the defining quality of the two bars. It's the dark chocolate and the milk chocolate. Right. So you should just have nuts in both. Because dark chocolate is far superior to milk chocolate. Exactly. So there should be mounds with nuts and sans nuts. Sands nuts? Sands nuts. Hmm. This sounds like dangerous territory. <laughs> I just... <laughs> All of a sudden. No, okay. I don't let's, want to offend anyone in the candy bar industry. Let's can this up for a minute. So it was St. Nicholas Day on Wednesday, which we celebrate. I didn't know this was a thing. It's yeah, where Krampus comes from. It's a Dutch holiday, and yeah. apparently we're Santa Dutch. Claus, the original home invader. Mm-hmm. But we celebrate I think it. he might be. 
we hang stackings up and then the kids get little treats in the stackings and Pete gets something for me and I always forget to buy him something. So I remembered on Tuesday or Monday, I'm like, I got to go get him something. So I found, I walked around Rite Aid forever. And then I found a three pack of Planters Peanuts. And why did I buy it? What did it say on it? I don't know. It said like celebrate nuts or celebrate nut. <laughs> Celebration nut. the season nut. or something. Nut the season. <laughs> nut the season. It's I like, think it did. And that's what I saw. And I'm like, I don't even know what this is. I'm buying it though. Because I know Pete will appreciate it. Well, I got Pete that badass pun earlier about Justin Long. Yeah, that sucked. It was a good one. I liked it. <laughs> I like Justin Long. I like puns about Justin that. Long. Yeah. He's in Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm. He is. So is Kevin Smith. That's how I professionally mm. brought it back around to Die Hard. No, it's oh. not. Not Die Hard with a Vengeance. Die yeah. Harder. It's Die Live Rand Die Hard. Yes, yeah. that's the one. Yes. All right. Timothy Oliphant. I yep. like Timothy Oliphant. Then there was another Die Hard where it was with somebody in Russia. It was? It was yeah, his, his son. son. And there was a Die Hard on a plane, a Die Hard on a boat. Die Hard on a train. Die Hard in the rain. <laughs> I do not like it on a <laughs> I do not like it with the plane. I do not like it with the train. And I didn't like any of those, to be honest. Yeah, well. But Die Hard itself is a masterpiece. Of- it is. Every Christmas, Kitty puts it on, and mm-hmm. we watch it. It's it's one of her rotation of Christmas movies. Yeah. Along with Better Watch Out. No. That's coming into the and, mix. And the, and the Brian cut of uh, It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life. Release the Brian cut. <laughs> we'll start a campaign for you. It's really just the recording, recording of us arguing it's, about the, the, the first, plot. The first 20 minutes happen, and then you get 20 minutes of us arguing about the plot. And then the ending happens. Well, then we move on to Die Hard. Then we move on to Die Hard. Did we, did, are we going to move on to Die Hard? Doesn't feel We're like in it. Die Hard. So he's a bad husband. I don't think he's bad. He won't support his wife. He's left to let her take the children and move yeah, across the country. Yeah, but now he's coming back, and let's figure out Because why. you can't be a cop in California? Clearly you can. Have you met He Al? said it. He's got a bunch of open cases he can't just walk away from. Because, you know, he's Bruce Willising it up it, in there. It's Is a case a back lot a mile long. I've never been really clear. Yeah, he's Detective McLean. I've heard he's been a detective before. I think it's like the lethal weapon people. They uh-huh. go up in rank sometimes, sometimes. And then he gets busted back down for his wild ways. That seems the John McLean route. That does seem the John McLean route. Yeah. So it's it's nebulous what his actual rank <laughs> at any given time is. I guess that's probably accurate. Like how Kirk was an admiral, but still just was like, I'm still flying the ship. And they were like, well, now you can't be an admiral. We're going to be a captain. He's like, I'm already flying this fucking ship. <laughs> I guess that's I'm guess in that's charge fair. of this whole ship. Like, yeah. like how Obi-Wan Kenobi was a general and then he was a hobo. Like with those things. Yeah. That is, I, I thought hobo was higher than general. I respect them more. They do ride the rails. Um, we have to back up. We didn't talk about the best boy slash person, oh, yeah. and it's a wonderful knife. Oh, ooh, that was my other job. Would you believe Only I lost job. the page again? <laughs> I didn't. Jokes on you. All right, there were two best persons in this movie. There was Zane Classen and Matt Fracini. Are you sure it's not Clausen? No, it's K-L-A-S-S-E-N. Are you saying persons because you're not sure if Zane's a boy or a girl? No, no in, it, the, in this movie, it's best person and not best boy. Instead of best boy, they want oh. best person. That was my other thing about the movie. It was like very hammering home, the inclusivity. Oh. It was, so. I believe it was, uh, was it written by a gay guy? It might have been. 
I, don't I can't know. remember. I remember reading it somewhere, and then I couldn't remember. But It's a Wonderful Life is not a subtle movie. I mean, it doesn't have the subtlety of, say, Better would, Watch Out. Okay, which is why you think they were just hammering that in. That's, it, it's very much like the original. Yeah. Mm. All right. Never saw it. Yeah, you're not missing anything. I just know the Jimmy Stewart impressions. I, 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 <laughs> I'd rope the moon for you, Donna Reed. I think I, that's what he says. I like Harvey. That's a good one. I never saw that either. That's a good one. I'm going to watch that again. I think I've... I might have never seen a Jimmy Stewart movie. <laughs> uh, are we? Oh, did I miss anything? You guys going back to Die Hard or? Can't go back to something we never started. Feel free to begin the discussion on Die Hard. Why did you pick what? Die Hard? What? But I already gave my synopsis. And Argyle. And Argyle. Argyle. Yeah, you're not going to cut that part out. No, of course not. Argyle is where it's at. Yeah. Hanging out in the bit. John McClane. Oh. I'm not giving Young you another Bruce synopsis. Willis is so much fun. Well, he is. I stated that he's a bad husband okay yeah and you disagreed with that even though he's literally living on the other side of the country not seeing his children and fighting with his wife about everything yeah well i changed my mind kitty what's the (laughs) what's a behind the scenes fact you know about this movie (laughs) oh 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 if she listens to this podcast i've heard it multiple times so i think i know it too hans gruber did not know (laughs) that he was being thrown off nakatomu plaza when they were doing the uh the stunt for it. He thought he was, they were going to warn him and they just pushed him. So the terror on his face is real. So he's not that good an actor is what you're saying. You're besmirching the late, great Alan Rickman. I'm not. He was brilliant in the rest of the movie, but I think that they fucked with him and that was funny. This was his first major role. I, I love the guy. I think he's made a lot of fun movies. He's never better than this. Like he hit the grand slam the first time out. It's the most memorable thing. I know he did Harry Potter. I don't care. I was going to say Harry Potter. I don't care. He did Rasputin in that I've seen HBO movie. Potter. He's not as good at Harry Potter as he is in Die Hard. I, I loved him in Die Hard, so I It's impossible argue. to top. Did you ever see him in Rasputin? Yes. Two monks, naked as nature, <laughs> one behind the other. Pete, tell us the cut scene in Die Hard that you looked up and you noticed. Oh, you forgot. Didn't no, you? this was the one. Oh, damn it. The one the one thing where people argue online, um, how did Bruce Willis know that Hans Gruber was Hans Gruber and not the American? Right, right, right. Not Bill right, Clay. Not, right. How did he know? Apparently, there was a scene at the beginning where he says with his all of his crew, synchronize your watches. He still says that. And they all have the same watch on. And as Bruce Willis murders people, rightfully so. He, he notices their watches, and so then when he hands the cigarette to Alan Rickman, he sees the watch, and then he knows. But then they cut it out for, I think, the ambulance in the basement wasn't there, and it was too obvious. Well, you don't need it. You just, just assume that this guy would be an idiot to give anybody he just happens to run into in the middle of a terrorist situation a gun. Yeah. It's pretty easy uh, to not do. Also with an accent that goes in and out. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill Clay. I love it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Don't kill me. That, that's a better Jimmy Stewart than I did. <laughs> it's me, Jimmy Stewart. I like... That's Mario. ...that he takes offense for everything that happens in the whole movie, all of his problems. The thing that really offends him is when she when he, she doesn't, she doesn't pay enough reverence to what a good thief he is. I'm an absolute <laughs> thief. It's my favorite thing. Did you just hit the button? No. To say I'm an excellent thief? That's how good your impression was. You fooled her. It's my Jimmy Stewart. Oh. Aw. 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 Hey. Anyway. Argyle. 
Argyle. Anyway, also Argyle. Argyle. And Argyle. And Argyle. Yes. I don't know what there is to say because this movie is just great. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you were... And we all saw it. I mean, if you're John McLean, you're kind of a terrible person, so you would never think of it. But I don't know. You're just going to make your limo driver that you didn't even want. You know, they have to send him the big limo because his wife's got to show off. This is why he's got to get back at the kitchen, in his opinion. (laughs) Well, we've talked about the ending of the movie before. That is literally what the movie's saying. You make him just sit in the garage the whole time? Like, just come up to the party. Well, he he thought he was going home with his wife. And then he was just going to call him if he... If yeah, he, I know, but he's going to sit in the for hours. Just the thing, just come on up. What else is Argyle doing? Well, he has to be there to have his big Argyle moment. Yeah, he's got to be in the ground. And he didn't give a shit. What do you want to kill him too? Like the I think person was, in It's a Wonderful Knife? Yeah. When, I think there was champagne in that limo. He was just sitting there having fun with the bear, drinking, the talking en- waiting to his to girlfriend. Drive later. The ending yeah. of the movie we've discussed on this podcast before is the symbol of her handcuff to her work being uncuffed so that she can come back to her family life that she's she left i don't that's what i never really got about the uh the end meaning of that moment there he's the one who's being the dickhead i think you're reading too much into that i don't believe i am they she's make a letting big deal go of, of like some commercial stupid gift that she was given to she's her boss unshackled from her career to come back to the family. Well, right. So if it was a man almost falling out the window, would you say he's being unshackled from his career if so movie, he could go back to his family? If the movie opened with Ellis literally saying, show him that awesome watch that, that is the representation of the job that you've done, yes, I would. No, <laughs> like Ellis was work. like, and it's a given that Ellis is just a giant tool bag. It's nothing to talk about Mr. Not. I am going to defend Ellis. Takayo- I'm going to defend Ellis. Tawasaki? Don't defend Ellis. He's like a cocaine-snorting psychopath. I think I know where you're going with this defense, and I'm going to say I agree with you. It's Takagi. He's their boss. God bless you. It's it's Takagi. Takagi, who was a really good guy and didn't deserve to die. And he was a family man. He didn't care if she went. Ellis is a tool bag. I'm going to defend Ellis. I'm happy he dies. (laughs) Literal gun to his head. He does not give up the actual information that will hurt Holly. It was a lot of information that he gave up. Didn't, but he does. He does not the one that tells who John McLean is. He says, "I brought you to the party. You're my old friend." He's trying to actually go in there and solve the problem the way that he knows how to close a business decision. He's not giving up the person that you you would assume a character like this would be like. Oh, I'll tell you everything. He does not do that. Shockingly noble. Shockingly noble death. I agree. No, because he thinks he's smarter than the room. And it's he not paid a, the price. It's not a smart death. It's a. He thinks he's smarter than the room, and he can be trickier than everyone else. It's just an egotistical death right. that he brought on himself. Hundred percent disagree. He's trying to do it to stop this from happening. He's trying to get the people out of there, and he's doing it with right. the tactics he knows. It's no different than what John McLean's doing, except he's not trying to kill anybody to do it. He's trying to save. And that's lives. why he failed. It and it is. And what did it cost them? It just cost him. It was a personal sacrifice in an attempt to use his skill set. And he didn't do the evil thing you would expect a guy like looks like that doing cocaine all movie to do. So I give him, I give, I think Ellis has been misunderstood. Villain is the reporter that goes yes. to their house and exploits their children. Yes. That's a villain. 100%. Yeah, he Agreed. later goes on to let all the ghosts out of the Ghostbusters house. That's true. He is and a he has true no villain. Dick. That's what I heard. He has no dick. Mm. He's going to be the next Ghostbusters, too. I never saw the first one, the relaunch. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife. <clears throat> yeah, I never saw it. He's going to be in the one coming out next Is he going to let the ghost out again? He has to. Is he going to record Bruce Willis doing stuff? I hope he's the mayor. 
Wait, who are we talking about? Oh, the reporter. Peck. Yeah. That's right. I couldn't remember. I took a quick nap while you guys were talking about Ghostbusters. What's the reporter's name? The reporter's name is Peck Thornburg. Greta Thornburg? I think so. That's Thornburg. And then there's Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson. I was just about to bring up the Johnson. No relation. That's the funniest little bit they got going. Oh, my God. When they... No, the funniest bit was when he's like, just like Saigon and the other Johnson. What does the other Johnson say? Johnson. I don't know. I don't remember that part. He says something like, I was in diapers, asshole. (laughs) That's Robert Davi is one of them. I don't know who that is. I don't know who the other one is. I don't know who either of them is, so you win. There you go. I got one. (laughs) One to zero. Damn. Anything on L. Powell? I love L. I laugh. Because I don't know, watching it today for the first time in a ever. while. Well, yeah, for the first time ever, <laughs> when I watched it this morning, I'm just saying, I don't know, teaching cops who shoot kids how to shoot again is not a great, great ending. <laughs> it was always weird to me that the heroic moment was he was able to shoot somebody. Now, right. in this scenario, thumbs up. Yeah. To give him the courage to get back off the desk when he's already accidentally murdered a child, I don't know that it's the the right thing, but to give his him closure and peace on it, okay. Yeah, and I guess But it's maybe accurate. he's never gonna like go back. Yeah, maybe not. It doesn't seem not. like he's fit for duty anymore. Yeah. When he but got at least the we snacks. know he can kill again. Yes, at least we know he can kill again. That was Carl he kills, who was the surprise that he's still alive. And then he becomes Carl Winslow. Yes, but not with a K. It's all brought back around. <gasps> He was also a cop in Ghostbusters. Yes, he was. Yes. It's the... Uh, Which Ghostbusters? The original. Mm-hmm. When they're when they're in jail, before they talk to the mayor, before he calls, says Peck has no dick, the cop that... One of the cops that's that's outside... Nope. The, Are these shared universes? It's the Family Matters shared universe. It sure seems like it is. The Urkelverse. Um, when he's getting the snacks. Twinkies. Well, you got... Was it all Twinkies? He loves Twinkies. Okay. Anyway, when he's getting the snacks, do you think some of them are for his wife or are they all for him? I believe that he mentions in that scene that his wife's pregnant, so I'm going to assume that that one of them is for him. And he's like, and one for me. <laughs> well, and six for me. Because he seems like a loving yeah. husband, yeah. unlike other people, you know? <laughs> he gets, he gets away better. With, he, when? <laughs> Who? John McLean, he gets better. When? When he has the big apology. When he shows up at the end with the gun strapped to his back. No. And she's like, Jesus Christ. And it's like, I understand the mistake. It was just John McLean, but. No, when he's like up there talking to Carl over the walkie talkies slash Al. And he's like, I just want her to know that I'm sorry. In four more movies, did he ever say this to her? I don't know. I don't believe so. I but to, I'm, I'm still saying he gets better. I seem to re- remember him leaving a lot of messages on machines to her, saying these things, but never to her. And then he sees her in person, and they immediately start fighting about nothing. Well, I mean, maybe he's well, not no, good they, at expressing his true emotions. They fight about the fact that she's using her maiden name, even though they're still married, which is a weird thing, because I don't even know who to, whose side to take on that, because she still it technically isn't her legal name, but... I think it just wants to tie further into this is who you are at work, this is who you are at home, so you got to come home. Yeah. <laughs> what well, year did this? I don't know. This was 1988. Yeah, okay. that wasn't ex- really acceptable to then. If she legally changed her name though to McLean, then there's all kinds of fraud happening, right? Because she no, would have signed her her um, paperwork for work to get her payroll as Holly Gennaro as opposed to Holly McLean. 
So hmm. it's a problem. So you're saying she's one of the terrorists. She is a terrorist. I think his relationship. She could with- be causing tax fraud. Just go back to McLean and there's no Holly Gennaro No anymore. wonder he can't close these cases. He keeps investigating this Holly Gennaro woman. <laughs> and, he, and guess what? He catches her in the end. Yes. I don't know. I think in that last movie where he was in Russia with this kid, she's not even brought up. She's not in. She might be dead. Well, his relationship with her is nebulous, like his rank in any particular movie. Well, yeah, she's only rap. in the first two movies. They're only together in the first two movies. They're separated by the third movie again. Yeah, and then you just never hear about her again after that. She looks like my mom in this movie, Bonnie Bedelia. Yeah, because okay, my mom kind of used to have hair like hers in the movie. <laughs> she's completely bald now. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it was like that permed hair look, and she also had an orange like blouse. That looks like Holly Gennaro's blouse. And I'm like, she looks like my mom. Every time I watch it. Is she not put together? Her name is Kitty Bedelia. (laughs) (laughs) Amelia Bedelia? Ooh, that's a good name. (laughs) Never heard that one before. No, that's a good one. Um... Of yeah, the, where were we? Of the three movies, this was clearly my favorite. I yes. wasn't just joshing with you guys at the beginning. It's an awesome movie. We didn't think you were joshing. Where did what is the where did that come from? Joshing? Yeah. Is it was it just like a town where one dude named Josh was like hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I looked it and up. And like a second person told a joke once and they're like, Are you joshing me? <laughs> I can't think of a funny Josh. Mm. <laughs> I was, I've been struggling here. I can for only a think of Thanos. That's the only Josh. Josh Brolin, rolling with Brolin. I don't know a second Josh, Josh Allen. Who? Josh Allen. A quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Josh Allen or Josh Allen, the defensive. What tackle is he second to only Jaguars. Patrick Mahomes this oh, yes. year? Sam tells me all of these football facts all of the time. Jacksonville Jaguars defensive end Josh Allen. That's the one I know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one. Yes, you and my 10-year-old. Did you seven know? Seven-year-old. He was drafted the year after Josh Allen, and the Bills had uh, bought a website that said, you know, there was a website called We Drafted Josh Allen, and they bought the domain to it, because Allen famously, before he was drafted, had some of the worst tape you'd ever see in a draft pick. And there was a lot of debate about whether he would just be a complete failure. And th- th- I think this at one point was called a parody of an NFL quarterback prospect, because he looks good in shorts, he's huge, big hands can't do anything. And then he gets the NFL and he's fucking great. That sounds like your type. The next year, the Josh Allen was going to go around the same spot and there was a decent chance we were going to draft him. He went before we picked him, but they had actually bought the domain name we drafted Josh Allen again. And they didn't. <laughs> um, that would have been too confusing on the team. Like, who are you going to, what are you going to do? Who are you going to call? Do you think one of them is an evil Josh Allen? E-man. Um, is there a good or an evil one? Yeah. Wait, is that, we is should that how g- names work? I think so. Yeah, it there has could be, to be only one. There's another Kitty Umhauer, but she died in 1938. Are these Highlanders? I think they all are. <laughs> I'm yeah. a Highlander. Well, I think that Josh Allen, the Jaguars player, is 3-0 and against Josh Allen, the, uh, I think it's 2-1 and maybe. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's not going great. Mm. Uh-oh. We For don't us. beat that team well. Anywho. Mm. Mm. Argyle. And Argyle. And Argyle. 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 What has Argyle done aside from Die Hard? Oh, he's still sitting in a sub-basement somewhere waiting to drive or drive away. <laughs> Cuddling with Talking the tiny bear. That, that Talking car phone the, car the size phone. of a shoebox. Which, oh, I finally figured out watching it this time why they pretended to be terrorists, which is something I, I guess I never caught the 8,000 other times. Although, 
now that I think about it, I did catch it. I, in fact, I think I catch it every time I watch this movie and then forget about it promptly. But it's the fact they had to be terrorists because the response is to shut off the power so they can open the seventh lock on mm-hmm. the, the vault. I never, I, again, I forget that every time I watch this movie. Every crew's got one. Just a guy that's like, doesn't get the plan. No. <laughs> but to be fair. Well, to be fair, it was the tech guy in the movie Theo. that actually did, Theo, who didn't realize that either. Theo is the one that they just don't clue into how they're going to get into that seventh thing in the first place, which is a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets taken up by Argyle. Yes. So, interesting arc for Theo. And I like the actor who played Theo. He has passed away. Oh. Not to bring it down. You did. But you have a boner for death this episode. <laughs> Merry were, Christmas. What was my other one? You wanted to kill up, make sure that there was a, a choice that she had to suffer in It's a Wonderful Knife. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not a real person. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, she was good in that movie, though. How do you see the dailies and go, let's just excise this character from the movie? And make it, maybe that's why the end was so sad for me, because they made her stay dead. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Even though you get stuff back, it's not quite as happy because she's not there. So Die Hard, two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. How many bananas, Pete? Oh, boy, that's tough because it's had, it's had lots of years to just keep adding bananas to that pile. It's and you have to watch it every Christmas. It's a lot of bananas. It's a lot of bananas. It's and a, then how many bananas for It's a Wonderful Knife? Eh, um, Justin Long gets a banana. The rest of the movie gets... Joel uh, McHale? Eh. I have a banana? He can have a banana. He was all right. It's really, it was a Justin Long vehicle. The rest, I give it a potato. Two bananas and a potato. Two bananas and a potato. <laughs> and uh, what the fuck else do we watch? Better watch out. <laughs> Better watch out. I'm going to give a surprise emoji face because I did not expect that movie. Wow. Kitty gives it a poop emoji. Yes. <laughs> and Die Hard gets five stars. And no, it's a wonderful it gets all the stars. Gets hands over your eyes so you don't have an epileptic seizure. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a good rating system. The first two movies, you know, they get rewrites. Die Hard, five stars. It's a Wonderful Knife. Gentleman's three. <laughs> there's <laughs> to nothing be wrong. Polite. It's a very workmanlike it three. It, it's a, yeah. it's, it, there's nothing offensive about it. There's nothing. There's no moments where I'm like, this is terrible. It's like, it's it's at its best, it's good. At its worst, it's all right. It's mm-hmm. a classic Pete, it's all right. That's as, that's as bad as it gets. It's, it's all right. All right. The, even the frustrating things are like, eh, it's annoying, but it's not like, I hate it. And you get Justin Long every five minutes or so to come along and with that smile on his face. And he's so... Smarmy. It can only be so bad because Justin Long is like into this role. He, mm. he is. Creeper, that guy. Yes. And he's a, a very specific kind of creeper in this one. Like one that wins governorship in Texas. <laughs> like that's, that's the kind of creeper he is. <laughs> There is. And that invasion of personal space all over the place. He always wants to hug up on people. A definite junior senator from Alabama who's never set foot in the state. That is what he is. And uh, better watch out I love. I give it four stars because I think it's great. All right. That was Christmas. Now, the best Christmas horror movies of all time, because we want to get a little of that in, Gremlins. Yes. Number one. Is up there. There's no, there's no, I don't know what, I know what the second one would be, but it's not as close to Gremlins as, like, to worth conversation. I, I like the Bill Murray Scrooged. Yeah, like, sure. I like that one. Yeah. I don't it's think I like the good horror movie. National Lampoon. It, kind of, that death is, at the oh, end of the future. The, yeah, I think it's not a horror movie. Shit. I'm sorry. But it's not even close to Gremlins either way. No, no. And, like Black Christmas is the other great Christmas horror movie, but it's not Violent as great Night. as Gremlins. It's not a horror movie. It is a horror movie. Because Santa's a home invader. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we established Santa's that. Santa's a home invader. People get killed in weird, horrible ways. Well, People get killed in a lot of movies that aren't horror movies. 
Well, but in Better well, Watch Out, it's a horror that. movie. There's Which people. One? Better Watch Out is a horror movie, and yes. people get killed in weird, crazy ways. So sure, sure. But like John Wick's not a horror movie, and they died in crazy. Yeah, ways. it is That's true. That's like well, well, so many laws broken. We've actually discussed it before. It is a horror movie from the perspective of the Russians. Yes, yes. That, that's why he's called the Boogeyman. It's just yes. not from our perspective. So it's actually kind of an interesting movie to the movie. I think it's a horror movie for anyone who has ever killed a dog. Yeah, the movie Sisu came out last year, and it was a similar thing where it uses a lot of horror techniques. Wait, that's, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. With. No. That was her name in Raya and the Little yeah. Sisu was the dragon. Well, it uses a lot of horror techniques for gore and stuff when, you, when people get blown up by mines and just the crazy massacres. But it's only a horror movie from the German's perspective because <laughs> this, this Finnish guy is coming and they stole his gold and he's like, well, got to murder all of you now. <laughs> is it it's, the leprechaun? It's pretty great. <laughs> little Finnish guy, yep. <laughs> Leprechauns. <laughs> they're famously feature Famously Finnish. <laughs> right. I saw a Christmas horror movie starring Martin Starr, huh? Ooh. who I enjoy. Who is that? Party Downs, Martin Starr. Ugh. And it's set in Norway, which is, as far as my understanding goes, basically Finland. Basically Finnish. You're yeah. right. I've looked at maps. I know mm. they're in the same things. I think they call them the Netherlands. Mm. Mm. No, and that's what you call your down below parts. It was a little bit Christmas horror and a little bit uh, little creature horror because there's gnomes in the bar or el- barn elves. Barn elves, you say. That run amok. And it was pretty good. Not barn amok, owls. Amok, amok, a, a gentleman's amok. three. That is Hocus Pocus, which I've never seen. <laughs> I've still never seen all of it. You've seen it. Not all the way through. And oh, he doesn't like it. We now have the three witches from Hocus Pocus in our front yard as an inflatable for you Halloween. don't like Hocus Pocus. You are not a 12-year-old girl. I I missed it. And you've when never I was. been a 12-year-old girl. No, but when I, <laughs> I think I was a too old when that one came out. Possibly. I always liked it. Do you remember Witch Mountain, Escape to Witch Mountain, the originals? Oh, with Disney ones? Yeah. yeah. And they had a bunch of the, like, The Watcher in the Woods, and they had these really weird, creepy movies that they just passed. Disney had well, some didn't they do The shit. Witches, too, which was the, the, the very Houston creepy. Witches? Yeah. I, I don't remember that one. I think it just got remade with Anne Hathaway like a year ago. I still yeah. don't remember it. Get yeah, but Kitty disapproved. That was... I don't like remakes. I don't like part twos of movies from my childhood. I don't need them. That can't be true. There's got to be some things you like. A part two of? Yeah. Gremlins. Yes. Well, that, yeah. But that Don't was made out. It. it was made up. Like, it came out. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're almost all made up. <laughs> For the most part. I mean, I, that live action better watch out, man. <laughs> that was made up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think the what you're thinking of is documentaries. No. Which no. I don't like. You're wrong. Anyway, we did see uh, Snoop Dogg narrating the Nature Channel recently. (laughs) (laughs) It was really good. Highly recommend. (laughs) There's one with him and Kevin Hart where they narrate the Olympics. They do like Olympic coverage (laughs) wrap-up. It's pretty solid. (laughs) Sounds pretty good. (laughs) Oh, it is. I encourage you all to follow Snoop Dogg on Instagram. I don't know what that means. Or Facebook or wherever you get content. Wherever you can find Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. Kelvin Brodus. Was his name? E I E I O. As far as I know, Noop Lion for a minute. <laughs> I remember him from such rap videos as "Fuck with Dre Day." <laughs> I remember wow. him from "Ain't Nothing But a G Thing." Ooh, Ooh. I remember him from Martha Stewart. From yes, 
I he has a cookbook too. I remember him from commercials with uh, Andy Samberg on the beach. I remember <laughs> oh, yeah. those commercials as well. <laughs> They're Corona commercials, and right? And the Super Bowl halftime show that one time. Oh, and yeah. And he had a reality show where they followed his football teams because he sponsored like the whole city's the football kids, teams. I think there's actually a movie now. Andy was in Starsky and Hutch. Was he? Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Back in the 70s or the remake with oh, Ben Stiller? He was in Pitch Perfect. Part two. Part two. Oh, you like part twos now? Oh, <laughs> big, big but that, was, that was an adult movie, like as a. Oh, as I see. An you adult. don't like you don't like, like uh, from my childhood. Like a remake, a relaunch of some a sort. remake yeah. or a legacy sequel. Yes, don't oh, you like, like those. Scream twenty twenty two? Did I watch it? Yeah, that was the one you watched with me, <laughs> which had our boy Richie, who turned out not to kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about how I I kind of don't disagree because I'm not a big fan when they remake movies or. Some, even legacy sequels. But then I just thought, like, I fucking love Godzilla Minus One. And I know it's not the same thing as a remake, but it is a retelling of the, you know, like an origin story of Godzilla. And I'm like, that's like the fucking best movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't so, know. I still don't like them. But, so here's uh, where we are. But Japan, you're allowed to do it. Everyone else, stop. Fuck off. Yes. <laughs> well, it's like all the live actions. Like, you can't make a live action Lion King. Oh, the well, Disney thing. It doesn't make sense. They did. It made a billion dollars. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. There's a, no live action. Back. You're not following lions around that talk. Jesus. Because that's not yeah. a thing. <laughs> Am I getting crazy eyes? A little bit. Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm just thinking about how I'm looking at a poster with a talking raccoon in a tree. That's fine. It's not a remake of anything. No, well, or it a is of a comic book. That's and they, they did fine. make a part two. <laughs> I didn't like that part two. They made a part three. I don't think we've seen it. Did we see it? No. And they okay. were in Avengers movies. They were. Some of those were good. Some of them were good. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. And Argyle. <laughs> and Argyle. <laughs> and Argyle. Right, any final thoughts on what basically just ended up being a Die Hard episode? <laughs> Next year, I think I'm going to pick a Christmas movie that I like, and then I'll make you guys watch it. What will it be? Does such an animal exist? I don't know. I already told you I like Scrooge, so we might be watching Scrooge next year. <laughs> okay. Kitty's going to watch Die Hard 2. <laughs> no, I just like Die Hard 1. Yeah. I and don't like follow-up movies. I like Die Hard 3. I, I like Die Hard 3 is the second best one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I guess it would be 2, and then mm, I do like Timothy mm-hmm. Oliphant when he fights the plane with a truck. And he wins. And he mm-hmm. wins? That's fantastic. Because I guess trucks are better. Die Hard with a Vengeance is the one where John McClane, still having relationship problems, teams up with uh, Nick Fury. Mm. <laughs> and they have hijinks you know, to take you... out Ozymandias from the HBO's Watchmen. That it is did make me a little sad to watch Die Hard because Bruce Willis is not doing well. And I feel really bad about that. Well, you can save your pity because he doesn't understand that you have it. <laughs> That takes over as the new worst thing you've ever said. That's not even close to true. <laughs> what was the last worst thing I ever said? Ah, I don't remember. <laughs> just a general background. <laughs> There's just a lot of worst things you've ever said. Yes, there are. Yeah. Most of them don't make it on the mic, which is amazing. Well, shocking. It is. I never have the problems with having to edit that out of these things. No. Oh, so okay. we're going to do, oh, this is going to be an annual tradition. And that means that Kitty will now spend the next 12 months Going back and forth on what movie she's going to do. No, it's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ugh. That's not a movie. That's a TV <laughs> special. Yeah. 
Is that the <gasps> special? We should just do TV specials. We should do horror movies. What? Because I already see I, this is heading down a two to one against the next day. Kiss, bang, bang. That's a Christmas oh, that's a movie, movie I like. Well, then I'm going to pick. If you didn't think Better Watch Out was good, wait till you see what I come up with next time. I got Frankenstein Santas. I got Werewolf Santas. I got Animatronic Santas. I could find all manner of really... Actually, I kind of liked all those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. We'll watch Gremlins, too. That's not a Christmas movie. That's the one rule. I thought it was. Is it? Gremlins 1 is. No, Gremlins 2 is in the middle of summer. Oh, that's right. Are we sure? No. (laughs) I'm going to go with it. Well, we were watching it. We tried to figure it out. And Kitty claimed there was a Christmas tree, and I had no reason to not believe her. I, I swear back there was check. a Christmas tree, but it might have been like in a storage room. It's possible. <laughs> it's, I don't know when it's set. Well, I'm going with summer. I'm okay. going to go with July 23rd, in fact. If you say it more authoritatively, then people might believe you. It was summer? <laughs> Amanda's here. What, the, what was that? What's that? Pete's not allowed to partake in this. What? Pete can't whisper. Oh, we should do a whole podcast like this. We should do one where we just mock Pete's way of whispering. I whisper like this. <laughs> I whisper like this. I'm my dad whispering. <laughs> anyway. going to do that? <laughs> There's only so many ways oh to take the mock. So next week we have The Exorcist Watch Along. Argyle. And Argyle. <laughs> and the next week after that, there should be a top 10 of the year. And the Scare Value Awards and Argyle. <laughs> and then in January, the one we've all been waiting for, we got to get another person to do it with, because Pete's vote's going to just be worthless. The Nicolas Cage face-off Annie Brackett. <laughs> I need, don't want to watch that many Nicolas Cage You don't movies. have to. You can just assume okay. from what the, the brief thing, which is the most Nicolas Cage of the Nicolas Cages. The problem is that Pete's going to pick a draw every time. And knowing that, we have to have mm-hmm. a, another person on. But I only have the three mics. So... It, I don't want it to be Ken because it's hard to. <laughs> no, he agreed that we do not make strong podcasts when it's the four of us. It's true, <laughs> and uh, I just don't want to yell that anymore. So I don't From know what Ken. we're gonna how we're gonna find with find a fourth person to call in because Pete's just useless. He's My- gonna pick a draw on every single one, and if we don't agree, if we do agree on the one, we're fine. But if we don't, we're just stuck forever in limbo. That's true. Uh, my mom offered. To be on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. To talk about Nicolas Cage? No. That she doesn't understand the podcast. No, her idea for <laughs> no, her idea of having uh, a, an episode focused on how old people are portrayed in horror movies. And I think they're portrayed wonderfully. I think they're Sometimes. portrayed as monsters. Usually portrayed by 30 to 45-year-olds. <laughs> That's one of the points you would bring up if we were to do that podcast. But it's only in the 70s and 80s when 35, 30 to 45-year-olds looked like they were 70. Yeah, not right. like now, where we all look cool and young. <laughs> Maybe not the right person to make this point. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot. Of, his beard is white. Christmas white. What's wrong with that? He's so he's, youthful. He's getting ready to be Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody asked him to. He's just getting ready. All right. He is very. I took a picture of the very little hair he has on top of his head, and he was. I'm so glad pretty you said top of his head. <laughs> I wish there was less hair down there. Down below, I'm still full, full suit, man. <laughs> hey, if she ever gives you crap about that, you just unclasp her wristwatch <laughs> and show her who's I'll boss around my lesson. here. I don't wear a wristwatch. I already learned my lesson. Anyway, so Exorcist, Scarily Awards, Nick Cage face-off, Annie Brackett. 
I have to mentally Winner, prepare for Nick that. Winner, Nick Cage, and all of you. You're going to have to get some new sound clips of Nick Cage on there. I saw her in the hallway. <laughs> that was Ewan McGregor? But he's very excited. <laughs> oh, you know what? I don't even need to invite another person. We can just have uh, everyone's favorite, Kihei Kwan, do the uh, the picks in that episode. <laughs> no. no, no? We're not for that? We don't no. We don't think that? He's, he's, uh, he's right outside. I can go get him. <laughs> You can have a gremlin do it. I think he might be a special presenter on the Scare Value Awards. Ooh. We'll have to wait and see. Ooh, we're getting in the big names now. We'll have to see if he's there to present some or all the awards, depending <laughs> on how my training goes. It's not going to go well. All right. All Is right, that wrap it? it up. That's it. Plugs. Plugs. I don't, I don't have anything to plug. Go to ScareValue.com. It's nothing like this. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Plugs, you, you get power from them. Hair plugs. Oh yeah, that she was talking about your bald head. Oh, <laughs> I should. That's what a clip I should have. Or I should have when Sam was just got on. He's like, he's bald. <laughs> that would be a great clip. <laughs> you just play that over and over. <laughs> now we're just rambling. That's well, we've been rambling for an hour and eleven minutes. According oh, really? to this. Although once I cut out your pee break, it'll only be forty-five <laughs> minutes long. <laughs> My pee break wasn't that long. It, it is after I cut this down. <laughs> were you frying bacon up there? Yes, always right in the toilet. What it sounded like mm. toilet bacon. Mm, toilet bacon. Oh, now I got to call it and Argyle in parentheses. <laughs> and toilet <Argyle>. bacon. <laughs> so this was the Christmas spooktacular dot 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 and Argyle open parentheses toilet bacon close parentheses. <laughs> See you next Christmas. Bye bye.